Ooh, that scared me. I don't know why. I knew it was coming, too. You told me to clap. Yeah, it just still made me kind of, like, surprised. Well, that doesn't... Ah! <laughs> Wait, Thane, be careful. He's scared of Santa Claus. Ho, ah. ho, ho. <laughs> Thane, what's funny is, so yesterday or two days ago, Cole walked out, and he's like, hey, do you want to watch me put socks on? And he puts on yellow socks, and my socks were pink. And I went, yellow, pink. Or maybe it was oh, vice versa. I didn't get the reference. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it was SpongeBob. Remember? Because Patrick's like, yeah, these, now are, I know, cause these are white when I bought them. Yeah, because he peed in them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I peed on my socks to make them make them yellow. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Talking Rad Podcast. Woo-woo, episode 158. Let's go. We got a show for you tonight. Um... But before we get into our show, we wanted to plug our Patreon, like the shells, shells, the sellouts, the, the sellouts we are. I, I feel like shells, yeah. the shills, the shills? shills, the shills. No, the, a shills like somebody that that like uh, like they get paid to lie. I think, or it's something no, in that. No, 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 no. Shill is like paid to like promote something shamelessly. Like you guys. You guys really tried this mobile game? You should really try this mobile game. Well, we are promoting totally this shamelessly. Um, it's the beginning of the month, and we just um, added a new tier, a $1 tier to our Patreon. So if you like us and you want to just you know throw us a bone, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. You also get access to pretty much everything on our Patreon, except for the exclusive episodes of the podcast, the monthly um, extra episodes that we do for the for the Patreon. That's still on the $5 tier. As well as some other things that we've talked about, we haven't really said much on the Patreon itself, but we could probably do that soon. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. we could do that within the uh, the Patreon episode itself. But essentially, it's kind of like a mini producer tier where you guys can semi be directly involved with what we're working or le- we're making, excuse me, or at least up to date on it. Anyway, I don't think we're at the point right now where we could handle um, having other people. Um, directly influence the content, I guess. Yeah. If, if that makes any sense, it'd be fun to get to that point to where maybe an episode once a month or every couple months, uh, you guys could decide what you would want to see a video on. Obviously, we take suggestions all the time, um, but we like to make videos that we like to make. Exactly. But yeah, that's our Patreon. Like I said at the beginning of the month, it'd be great if you guys would throw us a bone. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. If not, I mean, enjoy our content for free. We appreciate you guys yeah. even just watching. To be yeah, honest, just so. yeah, for real. But thank you guys. Um, but now back to your regularly scheduled uh, stupidity of us just literally shooting the breeze. So I've got something that I want to shoot right now. Uh oh. Is it the tripod? Because it's making me want to shoot it, I tell you what. <laughs> I think it's on a ball because that's how I got it to straighten out. But like, I didn't even realize how effing freaking crooked that yeah. thing is. It's yeah. literally <laughs> sitting like this. And then the camera's just straight up and down like that. I'm like, ah, yeah. Whatever. Well, the tripod does make me want to shoot myself. But no, 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 the, Yikes, guy. What? Wow. You want to shoot the tripod? Oh, I want to shoot the tripod. God, yeah, not myself. Guy. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Ready to rephrase it. The reason I bring this up is because there's a dead one right underneath me. Uh oh. But, like, why the freak do spiders, like, crawl to some spot that's kind of out in the middle and then they just, like, curl up and give up on life? Like, there's literally the one. Their, there's the one right below lifespan. me. So they just they just walk and then just they give up the ghost and just curl yeah. up. You think die? they would have, like, be against the wall and stuff more? I mean, they are typically, but, like, you're right. Sometimes they just, they're just in some random places and they die. Um, well, maybe it's because you just never know when death will take you. 
You could be walking um, down a hallway at Walmart or the aisle, excuse gone. me, and then just dead. The, yeah. Um, well, what's the lifespan of a spider? Sometimes rats, sometimes you see like mice or rats just die in the middle of the floor right there. Remember that dead kitten you found when you were ta- yeah. house sitting? Yeah. That's, it just happens. I think that thing choked on something. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know, but it was it was stiff as a board when I got there. And then I had to like peel it off of the ground. It was disgusting. Mm. Yum. It's like jerky. Um. Anyways, <laughs> <take a> bite. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, well, let me give you some news. One, so I remember playing this Harry Potter game. Wait, wait, pause, pause. We're going to talk about spiders still. He's got the... The spider's the... lifespan can vary as much as the spider life cycle. Most spiders live about two years, but some have been known to live up to 20 years. Okay, <laughs> that's that's terrible. I didn't want to hear that. Why'd you look that up? Never mind. Let's go... <laughs> What? Uh, Is there one on us? No. We're <laughs> dying? He's got spider on the brain. You got spider oh, on the brain? Spider over there, too. It's building a new web. Is it dead? You see no. It? He's still back. He cannot build his house on our shelf. We need, like, some spray. I think we have some. Spray. There's some over there. All right. I'll get some after the show, and I'll just... I'm all nervous now. We I got my feet just... up on the table. <laughs> Me, too. We need, we need to just spray I the baseboard just, like, here. Hold on. We're the ones with slippers. Thanks okay, for being barefoot. It was just the little thing on my... <laughs> I thought there was a spider. <laughs> I love it. Sometimes, <laughs> though, sometimes, though, seriously, like, during the summer when earwigs are invading, sometimes an earwig will just crawl on my foot, and I feel something <laughs> on my foot go... <laughs> and, and I'll, like... Drab like, that in your bed. Wait, you should know. You Your bed's on the ground. You should get some bugs occasionally in your bed. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Have you not, like, woke? I've literally woken up to spiders crawling on my leg. Yeah, no. You guys need to get bed frames. Probably. I'll teach you another thing, too, about bed frames, and this is why I don't think I'll ever go back to not having one. I could put stuff underneath the bed. Storage space. Yeah, let the spiders hide more. That's yeah. okay. They can hide in my stuff. Just don't hide on me. I don't think they're hiding on you. They're just traveling. Okay, well, I don't want them to travel they're migrating. They can hide in my... My... My things that I have under my bed that I'm not going to talk about. There are things under my bed that the spiders can hide in. (laughs) (laughs) In other news. (laughs) So today I went to Taco Bell. (laughs) After I got done with Walmart, it's typically like 2, 2.30 every time I get done at Walmart. And so I always hit up the happy hour, get myself a freezy. And I have, like, exact change, typically, and so I just get it all ready. It's a dollar and eight cents in our state. Thank goodness it's not that expensive, but think, uh, shout out to taxes. Um, so I'm getting ready to pay, and they're just all like, this one's on us. And they just handed it to me. I'm just like, oh, okay. And, like, and here's your receipt. Just, did you get another spider? It's right there. It's just right there. You see it? It's right there. Kill I it. see it right there. Just kill it. He's bit. He's just get something to kill it. Well, you, there's not Wait. really anything to kill it with. There's a rag. Oh, don't use the rag. We use that rag. Here. Just crush him with that. Good luck. Yeah, he's gonna, oh, he runs back in. Okay, well, he's got a little web. Just sit and wait. for. Keep that. Keep that, and you can just wait and pounce on him. Okay, so they gave you the receipt. Yeah, so they gave me the receipt, and they said, yeah, just fill out our survey. It'd be really great if you did. And I was just like, you know what? I probably will. I, in my head, I'm, I didn't say this out loud. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of dumb to say it out loud to them. Anyway, I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll fill it out because, you know, they were nice. They gave it to me for free for some reason. And I get home to fill it out. 
and uh, it says like use the numbers on your receipt. And I was just like, wait a second, this isn't my receipt. And so I didn't fill it out. It was beautiful. Uh, sorry, but I got I got a free one, so that was cool. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, like, because like what happened was I picked it up the receipt. It went in this. This is the order of operations to make it so I'm not a, I'm not a lunatic. So I pick up the receipt and go, wait, this isn't my receipt. This doesn't have my freezy on it. So I crumpled up and threw it in the garbage can. And it was literally like an hour or two later where I had just had the little note that said, like the little note thingy they give you that says fill out our survey. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's fill it out. I pick it up and I go to the website and it says, look on your receipt for the thing. I'm just like, it's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, in the I garbage. Didn't mean it. I, I was going to give them a good review too because I was thinking, I was literally thinking in the back of my head, I'm just like, you know, Taco Bell's not screwed us over for the past like month or so. That's pretty good. They, yeah, they've done let's good. Give a good review. They've done good. But they didn't get a review because I didn't get my actual receipt. I feel bad about that. <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. Thank you, Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> they also told me I'm not supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> they said that was one of the stipulations. They didn't say I have to fill out the thing. They just said one condition. You don't. You can't tell anybody. And it's just like, okay. Was it a high school kid? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Did they look young? Well, kind of young, but like 2 o'clock. They're in school still. Maybe School's unless they have school now. to work. For Taco Bell, you're gonna get school to work to Taco Bell. There's people that do that. Well, okay then. Like, uh, I knew some kids in high school that did school to work to Smiths. Yeah, but that's it's a that's place to some, work. It's not just some fast food restaurant, though. Don't you dare be little people that work in fast food. I'm not trying to belittle it. Same. I'm just saying, like, little me all you want. It sucks. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, school to work is, like, you're going there to, like, learn something and, like, skills and stuff. Like, you can, I feel like out of, like, a like a grocery market, you can learn, like, skills you would use at other jobs. At fast food, you're literally only learning skills you're going to use at other fast food restaurants. I feel like communication's a big one. Learning to just communicate. Yes. And the, uh, to, to pile more onto my point with that. Every time we go to a fast food restaurant, they'll reference and say, yeah, somebody that worked at Wendy's or used to work at Wendy's works here now. And it's just like, does if people just like hop different fast food places? <laughs> and so I think it's because they just they'll know, just hire. They like, know the they know the lingo of the fast food. So yeah. They go to that other fast food. And, yeah. And so I guess if like that's what you want to do in school, I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm really denting a fine line over here. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to belittle it at all. I'm just saying, like, if you're doing school to work, you're you either just trying to get out of school, which is probably why they go to fast food for it, or you're actually trying to learn something for a potential future career. I'm not going to argue any of it, because I don't freaking know. I just, like I said, I knew people that did school to work at a grocery store. My sister did school to work with my dad, but just never went. She literally just didn't go to school and got credit for it. That's lame. Yeah, my dad's just like, you can't do construction. Why'd your dad let her do school to work then? Because he doesn't give an F. He should. He doesn't. He should. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got it. I don't think there's any way you <laughs> yeah. got that. I don't freaking. I don't think Michael Jordan could have got that. <laughs> uh, you like a wet, a wet, uh, 
wet sock. There's a piece of paper. Do you want to kill him with a piece of paper? He's a no, he's piece a, of paper. Here, I got an idea. So it crawls out. I'll get a wet paper filled with like soap so that when I hit it, it'll suffocate. Because <laughs> the soap will... I don't know if it works like that, but... <laughs> day i told you to use like a wet a wet uh paper towel right yeah that's because i've seen people take wet paper towels and they throw it on a spider on the wall and it sticks to the wall oh. and so they can't escape i don't think they suffocate i think you just smash it in there as well <laughs> so it dies well i don't know where the soap came from that's a new that's a new well, spin see, on it here's the thing so the soap like when you throw soap on a bee or something it suffocates them like oh really you, yeah yeah because apparently like it's like they can't the, blow bubbles good enough to get out. It closes in the pores. Oh, weird. I'm going to look this up. Does soap kill bees? I've seen it. They've Suffocate done it before. Bees. There's like, I remember I was at my, uh, like an in-law's house and he said, oh, hey, watch this. And they threw soapy water right on a bee and it just went and died. <laughs> One of the top comments or questions frequently I, asked is, does soap kill sperm? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I remember... Um, a Harry Potter game, there were enemy, giant enemy spiders because it's a fantasy setting, you know. And every time you cast a spell on them to kill them, they just like shrivel up and die. And it's like, Ugh. it's like they spent all of the money on that one part of the game was to yeah. animate the spider's <laughs> death. Yeah, it's not very good. So I can confirm what Thane is saying soap can kill bees and other insects because it is a surfactant. A substance that essentially makes water wetter. Water wetter? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny sounding. That's what Google told me. I was going to say something else, but I don't remember what it was. So, What else you guys got? Entertain mm. me. So I've, I've got an update on, because you guys roasted me about it, and I'm also going to put it in the video, is I got Pac-Man. And I went on quite the adventure to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did roast you yeah. on that, didn't we? So, I had my whole weekend planned out. I was talking to Cole Thursday night. This is last week. A week before you guys are hearing this. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to play Pac-Man all weekend until I beat it. And I'm not going to do anything else. So, Friday I wake up. And I went to the gym in the morning. And then I went to Walmart right after. And there was no Pac-Man there. <gasps> I was really sad, so I went home. I'm just like, dang, I don't know why Pac-Man's not in there. It came out today, and Walmart, of all places, should have Pac-Man. They didn't even have the little display tag showing where Pac-Man would be. And uh, I was like, frick. So after lunch, before I had to go to work, I went to GameStop. <gasps> no Pac-Man. <gasps> I went to our lo- I went to our local retro game games game store, which. Knowing full well, they probably wouldn't have it because it's a brand new game. They used, didn't. They used to have sometimes have new games, but and then it's I went later. I went to Best Buy. Best Buy didn't have it. <gasps> I even asked one of the guys there. I said, "Hey, do you have this new Pac-Man game in stock?" Because he was like, he was stocking a whole bunch of new games. He's like, "No, nah, we don't have that one in stock, but I can order it for you." I'm just like, "No offense, dude, but if I'm gonna order this game, it's not gonna be from you." Wow, you crushed you wow. his whole hopes and dreams with that <laughs> comment to, toward him. I just said that in my head, though, because I don't like confrontation. You said, it, you said it out loud to him? No, no, just in my cried? head. Just you, in my you head. You watched him cry and he's in just, front of you? He's just like, okay, whatever, dude. So I left. And then I, while I was sitting at work, I was just really sad and kind of flustered all, all the whole day at work. And I was just like, dang, I really want to play Pac-Man. What do I do now? Well, I checked the website, and 
or checked Walmart.com, excuse me, and it said, yeah, we should have this in stock. It should be in stock. At, we have two Walmarts. It's at both Walmarts. So I was like, okay. Well, I went back to the same Walmart that, that I went to this morning, and I walked over to the game cabinet. And lo and behold, there was Pac-Man. So they stocked it later. Yeah, I asked the guy. I was like, dude, I came here this morning and Pac-Man wasn't out. And he's like, yeah, I got here at 5 p.m. and it still wasn't out. So you're welcome. And I'm just like, yeah, thanks. Oh, so he did his job. Yeah, basically, he did his job. Well, because he bought one, too. He's like, uh, yeah, I bought it and played it on break for a little bit. And I'm just like, cool. Oh, he's a Pac-Nut. Yeah. <laughs> he's got Pac-Man fever. <laughs> That's a lot better than what I yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> you can you, you interpret what I said so different. <laughs> I mean, Pac-Man's got some kids, right? He does, and some Mama Pack. Uh, this is Pac. Yeah. Pac well, Mama. It's called Pac Mom because so, of lawsuits. Yeah. So the legal rights to Miss Pac-Man is apparently isn't weird. it owned by like At Games or something? Yeah. So Bandai Namco owns the the trademark and the copyright to Pac Mrs. Pac Miss Pac-Man. But At Games owns the the uh, royalty right for it, something like that. Oh, that makes really sense. messed up. I looked into it, and it had something to do with the fact that Mrs. Pa- Miss Pac-Man was like a, not a mod. It was a a separate game made by I think MIT students is what it was. Yeah. Essentially a so, mod. Yeah, they yeah. licensed. They licensed. Uh, Miss Miss Pac Man, but they were getting royalties for it. Essentially, yeah, I don't know. It's a big effing mess. But essentially, what happened is Bandai Namco was going to buy the rights from Mrs. Pac Man, the royalty rights mm-hmm. from a separate yeah. company, and then At Games swooped in and <laughs> bought it out from under them. And apparently, At Games has a really bad track record of being dicks and doing oh, yeah. really shady stuff. At Games is really bad. Yeah, like so. Who's suing who? Uh, Bandai Namco suing at games. Yeah, they should because they own the intellectual property. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. I read a little bit of it and it was just really. Confusing. That's why that's why Miss Pac-Man Miss Pac-Man is in the original. Yeah, but Pac-Man it's World Pac-Mom. game, but it's not Pac-Mom because so, they can't make any money off of her right now. So, um, can I uh, spoil the plot of this Pac-Man game? I mean, it's been out for like 40 years. Let's spoil it, okay. That's not true. It's been go. out for 22 years. So, Pac-Man one day decided to give his... <laughs> <laughs> he can't even say it. <laughs> I was going to say Miss Pac-Man, but then I was like, no, it'd be funny if I say Pac-Mom. But then I thought in my head, I'm like, that's so much worse. We could call it his Pac-Wife. His Pac... There we go. It's a little better. Pac-Man one day decided to give his Pac-Wife one of his Pac-Nuts. <laughs> And they made some little pack kids. And then the ghost stole them. <laughs> and then Pac Man has to go save him. He's gotta go uh, save his. I can't stop. Pac Mom. He's gonna say his Pac Mom. Okay. Now but, that game would be set in Alabama <laughs> if you said that. <laughs> okay, but for real though, I watched Sky play the opening of this game. And, like, for the first, like, two minutes of the game, 
I could have I could have swore that Pac-Man was the bad guy. <laughs> it's like the ghosts are having this happy life on this island. They're all like so happy that they're away from Pac-Man, and then one of them's like, oh, "Pac-Man's here. We gotta hide. We gotta run." And he and it shows like Pac-Man crawling up onto the island or something like that. And he's like, "Well, yeah. What do you think? We stole his wife and kids." And it shows up. I'm just like, "Oh, okay. The ghosts are still the bad guy. It's okay. It's okay. Pac-Man's not well, just the douche it, going to their island to kill them." It's them all. really weird though because the main <sighs> ghost. Builds this Pac-Man robot because he just wants some respect, and everyone gives Pac-Man respect. But the ghosts don't like Pac-Man, so I was really confused. It's just really bad story writing. Although there's no story there, it's just like you think the ghosts would hate Pac-Man, but Pac-Man shows up at the very end of the game to fight the robot Pac-Man, and all the ghosts are like, "Hell yeah, it's Pac-Man!" And it's like, wait. <laughs> they kill you. Yeah, he like, kills you. Yeah, he eats you, but you guys also hate him. But now you're like. It's really bad. Yeah, it's yeah. a child that, game. Yeah, like I won't lie though. I was literally just like, are they like doing like a, a meta commentary about Pac-Man being the bad guy eating all the ghosts? <laughs> oh no, no, he, they're not. They stole his wife and kids. That's yeah. why. That yeah. makes sense. And what's funny at the very end of the game, there's two endings. I didn't know this, but well, I found out. I think I was telling you because at the after you beat the game, you can look at this the all the cutscenes and there's the alternate ending. Is it a bad ending? Pac Pac wife gets pack dead no well if you don't save everybody i think the alternate ending is pac-man so you know at the it's pack aside if you get the good ending pac-man like shakes the the ghost hand at the end he's like it's okay bro because the ghost is like i just wanted people to like me and people really like pac-man and so pac-man's like it's all right i forgive you for stealing my entire family yeah. kidnapping <laughs> them so was he gonna go into the pac robot and have his own pac baby <laughs> by pac by doing ghost pac into I don't the know. Pac I, don't, I don't know i don't know why they had to steal i don't know why they kidnapped the family because like he was already pac-man robot and he just wanted some respect <laughs> <laughs> like, and I want his kid. Yeah, and I want his I want his whole. I just want his life. <laughs> Let's effing take his life, baby. <laughs> and it's just like identity theft in the game. <laughs> so they they give a bro handshake at the end of the good ending, and then it just ends. Well, the bad ending, and this is also how the original game ended, was. The ghost is like, yeah, I just, I just wanted some respect, and I wanted people to like me, like they like you. And Pac-Man pulls out a power pellet, and he smiles. He eats oh. the power pellet, and then eats the ghost. Oh. <laughs> it's over. Wow, that's the good ending. That's the good ending. That is the good ending. And he just eats him, and I'm just like, way to go, Pac-Man. Way to freaking go. Is that the one you got? No, I got the good ending. The one where he's all friends? Yeah, where he's just bros. What's funny, though, is I think a lot of people wanted the bro ending. I don't know if the original game had an alternate ending, but even Nitro Rad, who's like the platformer dude, was very shocked by Pac-Man eating the ghost at the very end. He's That's like, hilarious. Yeah, he's like, yo, I th I thought he was just going to be homies with him and like forgive him and stuff. But in my head, I'm like, nah, dude, that guy stole his he entire, his wife, he kidnapped his kid and his dog. And the, the pack dog. And he, and he took the Dig Dug thing, the, the red Dig Dug guy. Little tomato. Yeah, I don't remember his name. What's his name? What? The tomato guy from Dig Dug? The red thing? Um, he's got like t goggles, he's a tomato. I don't know. I know like, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. Yeah. He kidnapped him too. And he flies to the walls. 
Yeah. The dig the dig dug uh, song is really really bad if you're trying to just sing it like I was, <laughs> but when you're hearing it, it slaps so effing hard. It slaps harder than Will Smith. Boo, old joke. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I give the game like dude, dude that game, the Dig Dug game like was a like a awakening for some people for inflation porn. Okay, <laughs> I would give Pac Man uh, World Repack. I give it about a seven. It's an alright game. It's fun for thirty bucks. There's a lot of content. That's only there. thirty bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. I was thinking it was like forty or fifty. Nah, bro. If it was full price, I don't think I could justify buying it. I'll wait till the Pac Man World Two remake. I'm gonna wait for the. Pack, Pack Sun. I don't, uh, I don't summer know. Festival. I don't like Pac Man. I like the arcade game. That's it. Yeah, it's a fun platformer, and I think that they, I think Namco hit it out of the park with the original as far as making that the first uh, 3D Pac Man game. Uh, they did really good, and they sold a lot of copies. And I think that was a really good stamp to the because the whole reason they did it was for the 20th anniversary of Pac Man. Um, Wait, 20th right now? No, no, no. Back no. then. Back 20 years ago when it first released. I was going to say, yeah, this should be like the 40th. 40, 42nd. 42nd. But anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. And for 30 bucks, man, I don't think you can beat that. It's a remake. It's on a Switch. Or, I mean, you can get it on other consoles. I tried to get it on the Xbox, but my impatient impatientness, I couldn't wait. Like, if you play it on the Xbox or any of the other consoles, it's 60 frames. But on the Switch, it's only 30 so yeah, Pac-Man repack. It's fun. Is it on the Xbox right now? Uh, yeah. Oh, I just I wanted it physically, and I would I would have had to have ordered it, and then get it shipped because Walmart for some reason wasn't gonna stock it. I don't know why. It wasn't on their website anyway. Weird. And I think it's just a day one thing. Like if you wait a couple months, I'm sure you'll be able to walk into any retail store and be able to buy this game on probably all the consoles, but. That's interesting, and you have quite the story with it. But now that little story, just that feeling you had, that's like a little bit of what have I felt when when Xenoblade Three came out. Oh, I I I mean I'm right there with you. you except yours is way more intensified because sure I I think the Pac Man's fun, but I don't care about it as much as you care about Xenoblade. True. And mine was like a light switch. Like you had like all this extra hope. Of like maybe it'll be here. Maybe it'll be here. Mine was like a, uh, Dang. oh, I want to die. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess another thing too though, and I do want to, I've already talked to you guys about it and I guess people listening will get to hear about it too. I want to make a video talking about the excitement of, of getting a brand new game day one and why I never do it. Or I do it very rarely because of the exact circumstance that just happened to me. But we've already talked about it, pre-ordering and stuff, so we're not going to get into it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's fun. I, I like buying new games. It's way more fun buying a new game when all the homies get it and you get to play alongside of them. So I think the next one that we're all probably going to get, and this will be my first time doing this, is the Pokemon games, which is, is that October or November? November. November. That'll be fun. I'm excited for that. Scarlet and Violet. Are you going to get it too, Thane? Probably not. Hopefully Jordan has a switch by then, because it'll be us two, same man. I bet I can tell, talk David into getting it. I mean, he got the, the remakes of. Yeah, he got the Demi bad Pro. game. That's unfortunate. <clears throat> and then he didn't get the good game after that. The Arceus. He didn't get Arceus, Arceus. No. Yeah, unfortunate. Um, Thane, what's your favorite pack? Pack, pack, what? 
What what what's your favorite pack? Pack it. Did you pack play an AK forty seven into my finish? No, <laughs> no, nah, not gonna finish. Um, <laughs> did you play any of the Pac Man World games? I played Pac Man World <coughs> two back like when I rented it when Hollywood Video existed. See, that was the one that I played. We played. I at played Jordan's. that. I played that at Cade's house. Yeah, Pac Man World two on the PlayStation yeah. two. Yeah, that was a fun one. I think. That one's probably my favorite. Well, out of probably the two, most anyway. pop pop packing. It's packing yeah, the most. It's probably the most popular game. I saw that everywhere. Saw ads for it. Nobody cared about Pac-Man World Three, probably because it was. <laughs> they a, made a third one. Yeah, yeah, it was a PS2 exclusive, I think. What about the one with like the weird Pac eyes? The weird Pac-Man eyes uh, for the Wii U. Pac-Man. Extremer, I don't know. They made know like a they like it was like Sonic Boom where they made a Saturday morning cartoon with it. If we're gonna be honest, that was the most sexualized Pac-Man's ever been. I gotta look him up. Yeah, because there was a, a Pac-Man TV, and show. I was into it. They they also had a another. They had a Pac-Girl with like braids and glasses. I'm not into her. Oh. She's scary. It's called Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. He's got those doomy eyes. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, That's the know. memes that they I do. Don't know. With like, kind of looks like where like he shows up. He's like Pac Man, more like packing AK forty seven oh, into my lunchbox. There's Pac Man party yeah. on the Wii. Look at those eyes, though, Sky. Yeah, it's I know. The eyes, it, they're doing it for me. He looks sad. He looks like he's he might be getting he might be getting pounded from the back. He looks like he's in pain. Well, you don't look at the box art. You got to look at like just like normal. Normal renders of the pack. They made a part two? Oh, yeah. They made a two-parter. I guess I'm going to have to get those. You don't have to get those. <clears throat> They're I, not good. I want to get them. This I, man likes to it's torture like himself. Sonic, it's the Sonic boom of Pac-Man. It really is. They came out like literally the same yeah. time, too. So It's Gosh. very fitting. That maybe is an not, abomination. That was like a cursed image of Pac-Man. Maybe not, those eyes are doing it for me, though. <laughs> maybe not as Pac bad. Eyes. Is it? Is it? I wouldn't say it's as bad as Sonic Boom. Look, he's got freaking teeth, man. Sometimes it's okay to have cartoon characters. It's it's okay to have cartoon characters not have teeth. I think Pac-Man's got some nice um, sensual teeth. I bet he'd be a, I bet he'd be a delicate lover. See, like this, this is Pac-Man without teeth. That looks fine. Why do we gotta give Pac-Man teeth? You gotta uh, nibble on something. I'm glad they with the <laughs> still went with the classical look when they brought him to Smash. Yeah, they did a good job with him in Smash. See, look how much better that looks. That's just like that's. Doesn't he do the thing where he like goes, blah, 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 and he goes in Smash? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but he does it in the in the Pac-Man world too. Not not the one I played. I swear he did. Oh, maybe in number two. No, yours. No, I literally no, no, saw no. him do it once. He doesn't shoot it out. You have to press a button, and then they, they appear, and then you can gobble on Maybe them. he doesn't ever shoot it out. Maybe they just attributed it to him shooting it out. In as Smash? What he's doing. Yeah, in Smash is what he's doing in Pac-World. Maybe maybe he does it in Pac-Man World 2. You know, that thing about it, it's not really Pac-World. It's the Ghost's Island. It's not his land. It's not the Pac-Man world. Yeah, it's the Ghost Island. Yeah. What the f? They suck because he literally terrorist. he goes in there, and there's a lot of theories that Pac-Man's the bad guy. There, there's your title, Pac-Man the terrorist. I don't know <clears throat> if you can actually say that, but is Pac-Man the bad guy? Yeah, I mean, if, if you just say uh, "pack" and then another word after, there's probably a the Pac pack of video us game part two. It. Or, or you can say a word and then pack right after it, 
And there's probably a a, a, a Pac Man video game about it. Pac Rat. There is a guitar pack. Yeah, there's, there's one probably I that or Pac Man guitar. There's probably a game there's out there. There's one I can't Pac-Hero. say because it's a racial slur. They Dude. Look- I looked through the list of Pac-Man games. Pac-Man and it is no just, Tatsujin. It is astronomically huge. The The Pac-Man games, there's so many. They milk the teats. Pac-Man's teats are raw. I want to play Pac-Man no Tatsujin. There's a... Uh, okay. There's... The drum is just Pac-Man. You're banging on him. <laughs> He's just Pac-Man. There's one Pac-Man clone where it's literally just Pac-Man, but, but it's called Oh Shit. And when he dies, he goes, Oh Shit! Pac-Man says that? Yeah. What a naughty Packer. Pac-Packy. No! That's the racial slur you just said. Oh, it's a bad it's thing? A, it's a racial slur to Pakistani people. Oh shoot! I am sorry. I did not know. Yeah, that's why I said Maybe I couldn't say that, that one. Maybe if you remember, Sky. I could have also minutes said. If you want to even bother. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to? Not, I didn't no. mean it in a bad way. I was just saying. I well, was, I was we trying to come up leave with it out to nickname. educate people. Yes, that's a bad word. I was just trying to think of like funny nicknames for but, Pac-Man. Bohemian Rhapsody at the very beginning. It's like they say they call him that. He's like, I'm. I'm not that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to come up with a, like funny nicknames for my new lover, but <laughs> oops, I kind of stepped on a landmine. <laughs> oh my God, that is not that is no that was that was a figure of speech. <laughs> it was something. I guess we're going down together. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> um, Wowza. Well, real quick, before we get off uh, of the topic of Pac-Man, you know Lemonheads? Yeah. Whenever I got a Lemonhead as a kid, I you always think just... think that was Pac-Man? I just thought Pac-Man. And even now, I'll see a Lemonhead, and I'm like, Pac-Man, so because you, it's yellow. If you took a bite out of Pac-Man, do you think it would taste lemony? I think so. I think that's probably... I think my brain just lemony. attributed to that. It's like Pac-Man... It tastes like cyanide. And happiness. It tastes like something happy yeah. with the last part. Wink, wink. Oh, I I butchered that joke. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I I could have done that one so much better. I didn't think Mommy, about it enough. Mommy spilled all her pills on the floor. I'm Pac-Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shoot. What a twist. Oh, boy. Well, in other news... <laughs> <laughs> I am currently 75 hours deep into Xenoblade. <laughs> Skylar got addicted to a new Z- a new game. Yeah, Cole got me hooked on <laughs> Xenoblade 1, and I'm 15 hours in, and it's felt like nothing. Like, I, w- I sat down. I played for, like, five straight hours on Saturday, and it just, time was uh, just a concept. Well, I mean, it is, but, yeah, I know what you mean. I sat down in my chair, and I'm like, wow, this is fun. And then I'm like, wow, I'm kind of hungry. It's only been like what ten minutes, right? Five hours later. It's a fun game. Wow! If Great you know series. how to play, I can tell. I would have hated this game so much if you didn't teach me how to play. I always feel weirdly condescending when I'm trying to teach you a little bit how to play. I try not to be, but I. Uh, but sometimes I feel like I'm just bursting your. All right, let me teach you the new mechanic of the game. <laughs> but there's there was no tutorial on how to use Melia. No, not at all. Nobody freaking knew how to use Melia when they first started. So when you played, did you just watch a bunch of tutorials? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 
I was like, man, Melia looks like she'd be fun to play. I don't know what the freak I'm doing with her. And then I Why looked not? up on the internet. I found out how to play. Why can't game designers just learn, hey, here's how you play the game. And uh, and if and if they can't write enough text because memory is like, hey, go to this website. We uh, Or they have tutorials. Yeah. To be fair, Xenoblade 3 has done a lot better of a job of that. They don't tell you like like the super intricate details of the combat, but for the most part, you learn pretty well what the... What the combat is. Yeah, Save for chain attacks. I don't think the I don't think the tutorials are great for chain attacks. I might have to like look at them again, but I don't think they're great. It's like yeah, just give tutorials enough. Like oh, it does this, it does this, and you can do this, and uh, and people can figure out the rest. Like just give them enough. Don't, I wonder. I wonder. And if also make descriptions heavy enough on items where it says oh, it's gonna do this if you equipped it. I wonder if it's just because like we're we're starting to get to a day with games that like tutorials aren't as necessary or emphasized i guess like most people can pick up a game and be like okay yeah this is this most games aren't super sophisticated when it comes to things like fighting i mean if even like your classic jrpgs if somebody picks up pokemon they go oh I see. My uh, water type was strong against fire. Makes sense. I pour water on a fire. It yeah. definitely goes out, you know? I wonder if, like, it, that's why the tutorials have been, like, so much more lessened over the years. Yeah, I think it's... Well, we have lots of references, too, like you're saying with fighting games. Like, it's... I know everybody memes on it when reviewers compare games to other games, but, like, that's how you learn how to play games, too, though, is you can reference games to other games. And I guess with JRPGs, some things translate over, but... Something like Xenoblade. I don't think I've played a game like Xenoblade, honestly. Um, you haven't, I don't think. But like the closest thing to it is like World of Warcraft or MOBAs. The only game, like, uh, MMO kind of style. The game I played that probably needed a better tutorial, but they don't give it anyway because it's the nature of the game is Dark Souls. Now Elden Ring, they give a ton of tutorials. They just give you one screen of text. It says this is what it does. Huh. But Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 and Bloodborne, you're kind of left in the dark on a lot of stuff. It's like, I don't know what this does. So here's my, my thoughts, and maybe this is just a thought experiment we can go down because I don't think this translates to every single video game franchise out there. But the Dark Souls game specifically, I think that you benefit as a player playing through the first one first before you do any of the others. Because actually, I think Demon Souls is way easier. Well, I've never played the Demon remake, Souls. at least. Yeah, I've never played yeah. Demon Souls, so I guess I'm just going off of what I my knowledge of it anyway. But you're right, Thane. Dark Souls doesn't give you a tutorial, but the yeah. way that they lay out the um that the whole closest, beginning the, section, the, the, the tutorial they do give you is signs, and then you read the signs. It's like this is what all the buttons do. Yeah, but I guess with that one, so specifically Dark Souls, you learn within the first that first five minutes of gameplay, uh -huh. you're like, wow, I'm getting dunked on by, like, you, you walk in, you go into that corridor, right, or that big open area, there's yeah. a big monster, and it dunks on you. You probably yeah. die four or five times. You're like, this isn't working. I have a broken sword. This guy's killing me. You go in, you see the light. There's a light that's blatantly obvious, yeah. and so you go into that light. The game is teaching you at this specific moment, hey, if what you're doing isn't working out, go somewhere else. Try to do something different. Yeah. Go look for more places to go to. So that's kind of, uh, I guess, just a basic idea of the tutorial. And you are right. That's I mean, they don't blatantly say this, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's other games that do that. Like the original Mario Bros. game, I think, is one of the best tutorials. 
But some games I do think need tutorials and they need better ones. Obviously something like Xenoblade, even with the tutorials they give me, like I still have a hard time playing the freaking game. Not now because I have my human tutorial. But even something basic like Pokemon. When I first started playing Pokemon, I was not having fun because I didn't really know how to play. I mean, I get I got the the rock paper scissors gist of it, but like I only knew that for fire, water and grass. <laughs> There's like 15 other uh Pokemon types and whatnot, but I guess the point is is um do you guys think or I guess cuz I I've heard a lot of um different YouTubers and stuff talk about like with Xenoblade specifically, because a lot of people were like, well, can I just jump into the third one and, and be fine and just play this one and not the others? And there's a, a YouTuber I watch all the time where he makes jokes about it. He's like, oh, no, you need to you need to watch Ghostbusters 3, and then you can play Xenoblade 3. So his whole opinion on, on games and game sequels is just, if you want to play it, play it. Like, who effing cares? Yeah. You'll figure it out. The only thing I think that... The only games I think that you can like probably should play the original is it has like a very heavy story, but the game is short enough you can go into it. Like uh Halo, like if you're just in for the multiplayer then nobody cares. Halo three was my first Halo. Yeah. I'd seen bits and pieces of one, but not really any of two, but then I jumped into three basically and started the campaign. But yeah, and you could probably piece the story together yeah. or the important parts anyway. That said, it's almost like a uh, innate human nature thing to do things in order typically if you see That's why uh, i played through all the god of war big old number four on something you're not gonna jump to that typically you'll go one two then three then four you, i think it's just usually natural. if it says a number i usually do research it's like oh can i play this one like say you see earth defense force fives like well i want to play it do i need to play the other ones and no you don't can you like, guys think of a game that you just jumped into that was like a sequel that you've never played the original, you've only played the sequel? There's probably several. I just need to think. Like, uh, I bought EDF5, like I said. I haven't played it. I just want... I think that'd be a good game for friends to play with. But um, Team Fortress 2, probably a lot of people played. I yeah, can't but think. That, well, that's like Team a multiplayer Fortress 2 is multiplayer, yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to say that one. I mean, I guess one that I am going two for sure play and skip the first two is The Witcher. I'm going to play The Witcher 3 sometime. Yeah, that's honestly probably the number one game yeah. people would say if they were asked that question. I've never played it that literally game, just, so I don't know. Because like, like, when you buy the game first, it literally just like there's a little pamphlet that summarizes what happens in Witcher 1 and 2. I just yeah. thought of one. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Persona 5, for me, technically is a fifth entry to a series, although... None of the prior entries have any influence on the story Final whatsoever. Yeah, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy uh, Final I've, I've played Final Fantasy Seven. I've played some Six. They're all the same. They're all the. They're their all like story. Has, yeah, their own story. Self-contained. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess mine then. Uh, I actually played Dark Souls Two first, even though I was telling you guys to play the first one. I borrowed Thane's copy of Dark Souls 2 and beat that one and then went back and played the first Actually, one. Actually, you could skip Dark Souls 2. I'm just kidding. You can do whatever you want. You Honestly, though, like games like Dark Souls, I think it would benefit the player, not from a story perspective, but just from gameplay perspective, to play the first one first. Obviously, you don't have to. Like I think all of the games do a good enough job of teaching you how to play, I Elden Ring being the very best one. but. I honestly think Elden Ring. If you jump in into it, though, you'll it'll you'll probably have a more easier time. The game, 
isn't as brutally difficult as the other ones because literally you you have so many places to go and you just could kind of just slowly piece the game together like oh this is how the game works all right yeah um i guess another one for me is pac-man world 2 i played that one first but like it's a platformer it doesn't really matter there's not a cohesive story because if that were the case I never played the first Mario Bros. first. Pretty sure I played, like, Super Mario World first or Mario 64 first. Because I'm just thinking, like, because we started this with the Xenoblade talk. Yeah. Xenoblade 3, technically, yeah, you don't need to play the other ones to to understand what's going on. It's very much so self-contained. But you do get a lot of stuff out of, um, out of the game that you would have normally have if you didn't play the other two. And I'm assuming that's probably just how most games are. Like... The only other, like, story one I could really think of would be, like, Last of Us, Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. You could theoretically jump into Last of Us 2 without knowing anything about the first game, but the story beats won't hit as hard as they do. Yeah, you wouldn't care. You wouldn't care um, if you never played the first one. And then to go into something even more simple like Uncharted and stuff, I don't think you'd want to play through Uncharted 3 and then jump back to 1 and then 2 because the story obviously would be very jumbled up, but, like... Yeah. I'm sure there's callbacks. I've never played through all the way of yeah, two. Yeah, there is. There's definitely callbacks? Yes. Okay. Uh, in fact, um, Nate and Sully's relationship is benefit if you played through the first two, and it's like you know who these guys are already. Is it like Im- implied that you should be playing through those, or does it like take the approach of it doesn't matter? Which it's kind of implied. They're really like, oh, they. I think they wrote it like, a, like the player assumed. assumed you've already yeah. Played. Okay. So I guess there's one, but, like, would it really matter? Probably not in the yeah. grand scheme of things, but you definitely would be missing out on stuff. So that's probably, like, the underlying thing when it comes to games in general anyway, yeah. where you can just jump around and, you know, do whatever you want to do. If you want to do it, then it doesn't really matter. You might miss out on some stuff, but it's not the end of the world. See, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I mean, you're. I definitely agree with you when you say that um, if you see a big old four – you're not going to want to play that one first, which is like what I do. Like I, I'm definitely so much or more so the average human that wants to do things in order, especially with, when it comes to video games. Cause I think I do have that fear of, of missing out on something FOMO. or, yeah. Or just like you're saying, it, it, it makes the game more sweeter. Uh, even just you telling me about all the things in Xenoblade three, you're like, this is from Xenoblade two and this one's from Xenoblade one. And, and you're like telling me things about it. I'm like, wow, like this was way more, it, it would be uh, way more enjoyable and I guess rewarding, if that's the correct term, for a player that's played through the other two games to play the third one too. Because there's probably like callbacks and, and things specifically made for the fans where you're like, wow, that's really, really cool. Um, but I guess why I bring it up is because this this YouTuber, now I guess where I stand on this is like, I would recommend playing the first, like the predecessors in uh, in game series and probably in TV shows and movies for that matter. But you don't have to. It's not like someone's holding a gun to your head and say, play the other ones first. Because this guy brought up the fact that the Xenoblade 3 community, they're like really jerking off Xenoblade 3 and they want it to sell more than 2. But they're also like discouraging new players to play the third one and they want them to go back and play the first one. They're almost like gatekeeping. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't even know because I've been basically shut out of those communities for the past month and a half at this point. Yes. Well, and this I'm getting all this information 
from another. I wouldn't put it past him. Like, yeah, I, I definitely see that being the case. Yeah, and so these two guys that do this podcast together, one of them, well, they both kind of a- agree as far as Xenoblade Three is concerned. One guy that's played the first two, he's like, like, yeah, you could jump into the third one and be just fine. Like, literally, I've played the first two games, and I had to go back and watch a whole bunch of lore videos to have the story explained to me. And uh, the other guy. <laughs> He's on the, the the extreme apathetic side of this, where he's the one that memes on it. He's like, no, you need to go watch Ghostbusters 3 before you play Xenoblade. Like, I bet, stupid um, stuff. I bet part of where that comes from, I bet they don't innately are like meaning to be gatekeeping. I bet they're being like, man, I'm having this great experience with this thing. If so, if I want to recommend somebody to have the same experience, they need to do this stuff first. Yeah, it'd be more I bet enhanced. that's where it's coming from. And it probably that's is. That's kind of how I want to do it. It's like, wow, Xenoblade 3 looks cool, but I really need to play the first one. Yeah. And I guess to wrap up the, the where I was going with this guy specifically, he's also the same guy who he went to a party, never saw um, Breaking Bad, never saw a single episode, and then he went to this party where it was a watch along for the finale. Literally watched the the last episode of Breaking Bad, and he's like, "Well, I mean, I get the gist of it, but it's like Breaking Bad's one of the greatest shows ever made." <laughs> and it's like if you just watch the end, you have no attachment to any of the characters. You don't really have any context when it comes to anything, as far as the show goes. Sure, I mean, do whatever you want. I don't personally care, but I I guess that is the bottom line: is playing things in order enhances the next one's experience. Hopefully, it's supposed to. There have been some really poop, poopy sequels out there, though. Definitely. Just like in some of Skylar's videos that you can watch on our channel. Did you like that shameless plug? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was for the video people, not the audio listeners. They don't get that one. Yeah. I just thought it was an interesting thought experiment. And I, I didn't realize people gay-kept... Stuff like that. And like you're saying, maybe they don't intentionally mean to. But I'm sure some people probably do oh, intentionally yeah, mean to. I'm sure. Like, I just don't understand it. I'm very opposed to gatekeeping because I'm very, like, man, I get offended almost when people don't want to accept my uh, um, recommendations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I very much show them that way because I want to share, like, what I like with other people as much as they possibly can so that other people can talk about it too with me and we can all just have a great, like, essentially jerk-off session about the specific topic of something. Like, I freaking love that, dude. I Oh, man. That's probably why I do YouTube videos. It's just so I can do just that. <laughs> you can gush about things. Exactly. And so. that's, why, that's why, like, I always, like, try to get you guys to do stuff that I really, really like so I can share them with you and just have a lot of fun. I guess that's another, like, uh, here's another shameless plug. We have an anime podcast, and it's hey. really fun to, to do that on the anime podcast is, like, overanalyze shows that we all watch together. Because when, when Cole first moved here, him, Thane, and I, we would always watch shows together. And then that just died. <laughs> that was the Titanic yeah. and sank. But we're it's doing it again. Broken half and, and we're not necessarily uh, watching them together, but we are watching them alongside each other. And then we talk about it every two weeks. So go check out Life is Daijobu. The link is in the description. Anime. Uh, about they, gatekeeping. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Um, I think that I don't think you should technically gatekeep new people from anything but like if there's someone already deep in the fandom and they're already spouting terrible opinions and no one agrees with you can kick them out <laughs> that's not gatekeeping <laughs> that's just that's just uh cleansing yeah. the waters yeah like someone says a terrible 
take about like something like my hero on TikTok saying, "Oh, these underage characters, oh, it's disgusting." It's like nobody cares. Nobody cares. I guess where I've seen, and this is just because I'm briefly part of the community. I guess I'm a uh, I'm a bandwagon communityer when it when the time arises. But uh, people always complain about Dark Souls, and they're like, "It's too hard. We want it. We want an easy mode." And, like, I don't think I'm necessarily against that, but it's, like, the game's notoriously hard. I don't think it's, it's, uh, I don't think people should gatekeep it, though, and say, like, um, I mean, get good or don't play this game, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm with you, Cole. I think everybody's community goal, and, and, uh, FromSoft made this blatantly obvious when they made Elden Ring, and they made it as, as, they made it as accessible as, as possible, I would say. I'd say Tree Fandom is more like a bar. Uh, you can have anyone come in, but if they start racing ruckus, you you can kick them out. Yeah, but <laughs> what I'm saying though is like, like for Dark Souls fans to gatekeep and say, "Nah, you just suck," like literally discouraging new players to play. That's really bad. That's bad yeah. for the community. I think that's bad for any community. Honestly, you especially can't if you want to say, grow. "Hey, these games are difficult." If you don't like difficult games, I got some good alternatives. But why don't we teach them how to play? Granted, there's tons of tutorials out there. So yeah. if you're really sucking balls at a at a hey, Souls like we'll game, yeah, we'll, we'll look up you. tutorials. We'll help you play. Uh, but if you don't like it, there's some good alternatives I could recommend. Like the I want you to. I want you guys to picture this. Uh, this like thing you've like talked about uh-huh. this gatekeeping concept times that by like 20 <laughs> and you have league of legends everybody yeah. let's go see that's that league makes me sad because it probably is a game that i would enjoy but the one or two matches i did play where it was literally the other players in a nutshell telling me to kill myself cuz i suck why, why would I play anymore? Is this not? Is this in casual matches too? Oh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> At least in Overwatch, you have to you have to actually go to like the ranked matches to get that crap. It, it, but in League of Legends, no, it's everywhere. <laughs> really? I you played know. Overwatch before. I was pretty into it for a little bit there, and you can definitely get um, get that in any yeah. any mode. Really, you could get that in the freaking casual soccer mode, that Lucio only thing. Oh my gosh. Any competitive game that's like essentially based in competitiveness will always have that kind of stuff. Yeah, wasn't CS:GO notoriously bad for that kind of crap? Well, it's Not notorious for the Russians. I think the big, the worst one was 100% League, without a doubt. I think that's everybody knows League is that well douchebags play that game, yeah. or you're just you're gonna get freaking yelled at and told to kill yourself if you play League. See, it's a, it's such a weird a weird balance in my opinion because it's like. In my opinion, just just mute them all. Mute them all as soon yeah. as you get into the game, or just always have everything on mute. But then you're never gonna get better, and it's like sad because like, you why is it that you have to the... go through garbage people to get better at a game? Because it's like you'll do better if you communicate with people, but like nine times out of ten, you're gonna get freaking yelled at if you do one mistake. And the worst part, they're self-aware about this. They know their community is toxic, and they don't do anything oh, to yeah. improve it. Well, Yakko, one of the YouTubers that we watch, used to make tons of League videos, and he loved playing League, but he made a video talking about why he's done playing League, and he's actually sad Dunkey about it. Donkey also used to make a ton of videos, also made a video about, I'm done with League of Legends. He was a bit more spiteful. He, he, like, he made a very mean message towards someone and he's like and I was banned for being toxic. How is this toxic? It was clearly a toxic message. It was so <laughs> toxic. Um, 
like like for example, the the competitive game like we play right now is Apex. We play it pretty regularly. Um, I will play by myself on occasion, just with randos. And like some days, I'll just mute every single squad I get in with because I just don't want to hear people talk like at all. I just want to play the game. But we don't do as well. It's just the way. It's just the nature of competitive multiplayer team-based games. Is if you're not communicating with your team, you're just naturally going to do worse than other people that are. It's it's a shame because like you do have to deal with garbage sometimes. Like I've heard some terrible horror stories from people on the internet that have just gone through like terrible verbal abuse just to play a video game essentially, and that's not great at all. It's not good at all, but. It's like, if you want to do good, you kind of have to sit through it sometimes. If you want to get better, you kind of got to sit through it sometimes. They may be telling you to KYS, but there's probably a reason to why they are. You probably did make a mistake, and then you can learn from that. It's not the great, the best method to learn from your mistakes, <laughs> but I guess you can find some positive in it. I, in t- I see what you're going. Yeah, I see where you're going. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird uh, I think it's just a hard thing to... Well. The thing is, is it shouldn't have to be that way. Oh, it shouldn't. Communities not, yeah. of, of anything should be welcoming to new people and trying to make, specifically, I guess, games, because that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. But trying to make it as easy as possible and as fun as possible for new players to join. And it's really, really hard with competitive, specifically, games. Because something like League, it's heavily, heavily, heavily um, weighted on the player's skill. You make one mistake... It's your fault you your team lost. Yeah. It's not the guy over there that didn't do any mistakes. It's yours because you're the one who made the mistakes. That's yeah. why people yell at each other all the time in games like League and why they are so toxic to each other because they don't want to lose. And if they don't have control of the of a being able to win, then, I mean, they're not going to be happy. And it makes sense. It kind of breeds toxicity yeah. in people and in games I, like that. I, at that point, and I obviously not everybody's got a full squad they can squad up with, but it's like if, if you're really that passionate about a game, you should probably try to find people that are like of equal skill level or at least as as passionate as you that are trying to get better and play with them. Like f- find a team. There's tons of people playing your game that you like. Try to meet people on the internet that are like also wanting to try and start up a team. And at least you don't have to deal with new players and new players don't have to get the freaking shaft. Obviously, that's in a perfect world, and that probably won't happen, but I don't know. It's just sad, because there's lots of things like that that I, I, I would like to try, but I just know that I'm not going to have fun. Um, If you want a game where it's toxic out the get-go, and you like being toxic, try Rust. <laughs> Go on any <laughs> server, be like, I want to screw someone over today, but make sure you have the skill to back it up. Yeah, that's it. There's some games like that where it's just like it's a survival thing and you go to a PvP server and you're just ready to dick someone over. It's it's a, it's pretty much survival games, but like there's just some games like that where like the goal is to be toxic. That's it. But then yeah, games like League, Overwatch, C- Counter-Strike, whatever, uh you don't really need to be toxic. And I think more people should probably play games where they are toxic because they just let their frustrations out. And make <laughs> hilarious videos if they record it. <laughs> <laughs> like the video where it's like, like they're playing Rust. It's like, hey, no, no, no weapons. No weapons. It's like, okay, okay I'm 
taking a weapon. It's like, you know weapons? Okay. He's like, all right, let's, all right, we'll join. Okay, he could join. He could join. And as soon as he joins, he picks up all his weapons back up. <laughs> and the reason why they don't, though, is because it's not competitive. It's yeah. just a survival game. Yeah, exactly. They don't rank up. They don't get to see the see the number go higher like yeah. Skyler yeah. likes with his games. Oh, I love that. Um, I think there's a fine balance, though. I guess this more so ties into like Dark Souls having an easy mode. A lot of people argue that it would ruin Dark Souls if there was an e- easy mode. I mean, I can see some aspects of it getting ruined, but I guess where the correlation is or a parallel I'm going to try and draw here is with Fortnite, um, they tried to make it as accessible as possible because when I started playing Fortnite, it was horrible. I was really bad and people were really good because they had been playing for so much more longer than I have and there was no uh, skill-based matchmaking. Uh, There was no competitive mode. There was only pubs, so everyone was just getting dunked on by these new players and it was really rough. Now, Fortnite is like almost to the point to where sometimes you can be doing baby easy mode where it's not even fun anymore. Um, granted, that's where competitive modes come in, but a lot of the competitive scene has uh, left Fortnite just because of their Fortnite's constantly making updates. They're constantly changing the game and the meta. Obviously, a lot of multiplayer games like that, you just have to adapt with it and whatnot, but I don't know. I feel like uh, sometimes doing too much to things and shaking it up too much uh, sure, it benefits new players, and I'm sure that's where Fortnite obviously makes most of their money, or they wouldn't be catering to new players. But it it also is a detriment to the the competitive community as well. On that final note, though, I will say that the argument of having an easy mode in Dark Souls ruins the game is a terrible argument, because don't click easy mode if you don't want it. To, if you don't want it to be easy, like that's the only that's. That's the fix. Yeah. Adding an easy mode does literally nothing to, to most players. Like, it shouldn't affect anybody if they just want to play the game normally. I think it just detracts from the intended experience that the de- developers wanted the player to have. Sure, that's the only argument that I can accept. I disagree mm-hmm. with it personally, but that's the only one I'll accept. I don't accept anything that just fans will say. Like, just the whole, like, yeah, having the creator even went out. It. creator even went out and said he... He said, I apologize for the people who can't handle the difficulty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's fine. Like, but this is the way I intended it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, people can make whatever you they want to make. You literally said sorry, not sorry. People can make whatever they want to make, and that's fine. I'm just saying, like, adding an easy mode there's, won't ruin other people's experience. There's some, like, smaller indie games that, like, they're known for being notoriously hard, and that's the way intended. It's pretty genius when they do it because it's very meta. I can understand if people don't like it. Yeah, maybe you don't. You don't have to like, like it. Like Hotline either. Miami, um, it's intended to be hard because of how it's played. Say something like Jump King. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's... you want that game to be hard, or that and getting yeah. over it one. Yeah, getting like, over it. People aren't going to be playing these games because they want an easy game. They want a challenge. Yeah. But the reason why I'm always so adamant about Dark Souls not adding an easy mode is stupid, is because Dark Souls, sure, it's supposed to be a hard game, but that's like a single-player story-based game. Adding an easy mode does literally nothing to other players at all. It doesn't affect any of their circumstances. All you have to do, essentially, is just make it so you can't invade their world. It's on easy mode, and then you're done. That doesn't affect anybody. I think the hardest thing that it does is, well, I guess difficulty doesn't have to come into it, but PvP... I think then don't do the PvP is not not going to be affected by the by the difficulty sliders though. That's true, but I think 
the servers they would have to make different servers probably just don't have any pvp in easy mode yeah you can just play don't. offline oh, yeah play it play on your own console by yourself yeah i mean is he done the more i've heard both sides of the argument i mean i think i definitely lean towards let the player have whatever experience they want even if it is quote unquote against the intended experience the developers want you to have because like sometimes when i play games i just there for the story i don't want to freaking rip my nuts off trying to beat it you know what i mean being stuck on specific sections and whatnot and sometimes i play games where that's what i expect and i have fun doing it anyway so I don't know. I th- I think I'm I'm leaning more towards what you're saying, Cole. Is like just let the player have their intended experience, whether it's what the devs wanted or not. Like, who he cares if you're selling copies? It probably doesn't matter. And I understand the whole like it can ruin the art form that they're trying to put to, to like portray. But like people that actually care are gonna get it the way that the devs intend. You know. I don't see anything wrong with making things accessible to everybody in any way possible. I think it's just asinine to to refuse it to to customers, to consumers. Yeah, I mean it almost is gatekeeping. It is. It is. It's, it is yeah. it's developers gatekeeping essentially. I mean basically the the comment that Thane um summarized um that's essentially a gatekeeping comment. But he can do it. I mean, it's his thing. That's what it comes yeah, down to. I, yeah. I, I honestly don't care that much. I just think it's stupid that other people care that they don't have it, you know? Yeah. Like, people just... I I, I think it's stupid that people gatekeep. I guess that's what yeah. it comes down no, to. No, I'm with you. I think gatekeeping is really dumb. And like I said, with Elden Ring, though, I they made this game as accessible as possible. And essentially, there it, there isn't an easy mode, yeah. but there is. I mean, I still want to say accessible as possible because... There isn't a, a difficulty slider. If it was accessible as possible, there'd be a difficulty yeah. slider. It's simple as that. I guess you're right. But trying you... to keep it true to their ideal, sure, yeah, that's accessible as to their ideal as possible, but not as accessible as possible. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, is there's lots of different. If you're stuck on a section, they they give you tons and tons and tons of options to help you get past sure. it. In the other games, it wasn't. It you was have like, to earn your easy mode, pretty much. Yeah, and that's dumb. I don't I don't agree with that. I think if I want to play easy mode, let me freaking play easy mode. I'm not trying to unlock ultra nightmare difficulty. <laughs> I'm trying to just play a game. Yeah. That's that's my stance on that. I just I just think it's silly. I don't care about Dark Souls in general as a result, so it doesn't bother me, but I, I mean, know other people really want to play these games but literally cannot. Yeah. I've heard it made t- way too many times on different podcasts, people on Reddit, all the things. So it's sad. I mean, I, I get sad when I see it, and I get sad when people say there should never be an easy mode. Because I, I mean, it's dumb. It, yeah, it's just gatekeeping, and I think gatekeeping sucks. But I don't know. I mean, but yeah, at the end of the day, they can do whatever they want. Sure, yeah, and, and that's 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 what's nice about being a developer. You can do I guess, whatever you I want. I guess they would have to just obviously based upon what you've already said though, with like other podcasts and people online. Like it makes me wonder how many more copies they would sell if they had. An easy mode in it, and it may not be that much money, or that much more. It probably equate the the time that somebody would spend, like the hour to five hours of them, essentially applying a minus three to every single stat and every single uh, thing in the game. I I don't know how long that would take to uh, um, apply, but I don't imagine it'd be terribly hard. I'm not a game it also dev, depends so I don't on how have much the answer, money. but. They have, like, if it's the budget, like, if well, Mickey... I'm just saying, like, like, what's an average person make an hour? Fifteen ish bucks. Yeah. 
someone buys a game for sixty bucks, subtract rough estimate. Oh cost no, I'm of, talking like, about paying. like development cost. Oh yeah, like I'm a, just saying the time and effort to develop um, an easy mode. Let's just say, it, let's say it takes five hours to develop an easy mode. Because like I don't know what it is, but I'm just giving a rough estimate. I think it would be roughly minus a certain percentage to every single stat in the game. I think that's how most easy modes are done. I'm not a game dev, so I really shouldn't say any of this because I don't actually know. I'm just kind of like theorizing based on stuff I've seen. And say it's five hours. Five times fifteen is what seventy five. Seventy five. bucks. That's basically the cost of two games and. And you got your you got your you got your paid to all the the people that worked on it, probably the one or two interns that you had to. <laughs> I know I know I'm just making a pretty poor case for this, but I I think the point still stands. Well, I don't think it'd be that hard to implement. From what I've seen, I guess, and I'm basing this off of my knowledge with Halo Two specifically, is not every game is made easy that way. Like you've got obviously the stats that you're talking about, but you've got enemy placement and you've got how much damage the player does and you've got weapon placements and item placements and there's just lots of of other things that are involved with it. For example, Halo 2, they really effed up the, the legendary difficulty. For one, there's no respawning. So if you're playing on two, two, two players together, you can't respawn. Do guns not spawn in the ground in Halo 2? Like you can't go find the rocket launcher in all different difficulties in the same spot? I'm not sure. You don't know. Yeah, I, I would assume that Halo, they make it the same as far as like weapon spawns and placements and stuff, where like, they where they effed up was kill time. Like you just get obliterated. There's a once, that's just the statistic though. That's yeah. just that they accidentally did an extra zero when yeah. doing ten. Yeah, and then instead. and then they'll have like more enemy spawns, and um, that that's the one that's different. That's yeah. the one that's not just a statistic you'd change. That's something else you'd have. Yeah, to do. you'd have to program it entirely. And as far as as how they would do it in Dark Souls. Obviously, they would change the statistics, but I think that they would have to change enemies as well, enemy placements. They'd have to change health bars. I don't think you have to do enemy placements. I think if you just change statistics, you just... I mean, you'd still get jump-scared. You'd still get smashed by a freaking boulder out of nowhere. That's not hard. That's just learning an area. Yeah. Hard is when you're fighting something. I think that's yeah. where the statistics come into. And I guess, I guess my basis of this is just being the most basic, basic of things is like, uh, like a Zelda... Twilight Princess or HD hero mode where you take double damage and the enemies take what is it like an extra hit to kill or something like that that's mm -hmm. just a that's just a slider on the mm -hmm. that's just the percentages and that's yeah. just the basic of basic difficulty and like I said I'm not a game dev I don't actually know what goes into all this stuff I'm just assuming that it wouldn't <laughs> be too terribly hard to do but obviously at the end, of, like I said, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. The devs do whatever they want to do. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. And oh, we still give them money. I yeah. just I just think I lean more towards the just let the player experience the game how they want. And uh, if it's not your damn intended, it, guys, we went ten minutes too far. Now the cameras. It's dead. like if if that's not the the devs' intended experience, like I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, yeah, they're they're making games for themselves. But if nobody plays them, they can't make games for themselves yeah. anymore. Full time, anyway. I don't so know. True, it's true. Tears with the tears, but I guess make the game your friends would want want to play. 
I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Unless your friends are assholes, the good, then yeah, probably don't make Yeah, I'd be making Dark Souls and freaking MOBAs. That yeah. doesn't sound fun for me at all. Yeah. The, good, the good thing <laughs> is, is there's lots of video games out there for you to play. So don't get your Nick, uh, what is it, your... Knickers in a Your Knickers in twist. a bunch? Knickerbockers, like the basketball team. Yeah. Don't get your Knicks in a twist. Just... Play other games. You don't need to. You don't need a bitch about one because there's a million you could go yeah, play, and you might. True. You might be like me and pick up Xenoblade and be addicted to it. Yay! You might be like me and play all the God of War games and have to be wrote and have the stupid idea of making a, a long video about it. Have you started the script already? Yeah, I've I write it, but I want to. I I'll I'll talk about it later. Cool. Well, that's the episode, everybody. It went a little bit longer, but thank you guys, as thank always, you. for listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google or wherever you're listening or on YouTube. We appreciate you guys. We will uh, be back next week with another episode of the podcast. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon and get a bonus podcast episode where we're raw and unfiltered, you can go subscribe to our Patreon and get that. Otherwise, we appreciate all the support, and as always... Keep it red. Meow.